Yeah, come on. Southside Steve. He's kind of crazy. She's a little insane. Keeping Kenny G really messes with his brain. One is divorced. The other's husband is dead. That's why it's so messed up in the head. It's a Silver Linings Playcast. Hello, everybody. It's your host, Jamie Ward, and this is our uh, 11th week on the Silver Linings Playcast. I'm very excited. We have a brand new, very special episode this week. Um, I have not been able to record uh, a new episode of the Silver Linings Playcast this week, but something very cool happened. I was asked to be on a different, more professional, and lar- much larger uh, podcast. Um, actually, a webcast. I guess there was there was uh, cameras and video footage. So there'll be a link in the show notes if you want to go see the uh, the original uh, interview. It's it's a Zoom call, so it's not super exciting, but you can see everybody's faces and the interesting backgrounds. Um, but it is. Uh, I was on an episode of uh, the Yeah Come On Show, which is a a podcast by by Southside Steve. So if you're familiar with him, he is a radio personality, uh, a local celebrity here in Atlanta, um, and a uh, super funny, super nice guy, had a great time. Uh, it was very exciting. I, I went and was interviewed on his show, and actually uh, the Silver Linings Playcast got brought up a, a couple of times, um, mostly uh, because I brought it up, but anyway, uh, because, because the, the demographic of people that, that listen to that podcast and listen to my podcast, which is, they don't overlap a lot because his listeners, um, are mostly like audiences of people and mine are audiences of none. So I wanted to play that interview, uh, this week on here so that everybody could get a really good idea of what, uh, an actual, podcast is supposed to sound like but we will be back next week with another info and fact filled episode of the silver linings playcast until then uh you know i mean stand by um we're about to go into the the yeah come on show episode that i'm interviewed on but as for me live recording this week uh, i'm out so until i see you uh next time we will see you down the road and excelsior Oh, not being able to see, baby, I can't see out of my right eye. It is so hard, so hard to do a podcast when you can't see, but I'm going to put my best foot forward. Hey, it's Southside Steve, and this is the Yet Come On Show. Looking for the on-again, off-again Tyler Maynard. Where art thou? Where am I? You said I'm at my house in Athens. Okay, because all I see is a big black screen with your name. That's how it always is. Yeah. Well, where in the hell? Three. It's three nice screens. All right. Well, I'm glad you got three nice screens. But where is my Brett Barney, my co-host? I don't see him. Oh, you don't see him? Hmm. Nor do I see our guest. All I see. Maybe we should have sorted this out before we got one. All I need is on the fly. Steve, you got to go top right corner. (laughs) No, no, that's not on my end. I think this is a uh, Tyler Maynard mistake. (laughs) I don't think so. All right, I saw everybody. So, you want me to find this? What do you want me to click? Because for a second, I saw (laughs) Brett Barney. Now he's gone again.
I don't you even see it, our guest. You have it in speaker view. You need to go to gallery view, my friend. Lord have mercy. Hold on. In the top right corner. Oh, I got one. I got to put on glasses to see out of my left eye. <laughs> uh, top left corner. I see top my right view. Corner, top right corner. Top, well, yeah. Why'd you say? Okay. Gallery view. Boomsy. left. All right. Let me show you. I want to go like that. I'm on. Oh, I'm bigger. Yes, I am blind. And this is very tough on me. I'm in my brand new studio setting. Oh my God. Look at our guest. He's so green. I can see you. I see our guest. I don't know him personally. None of us do, but we're all about to meet him. Brett Barney, would you please do the honors of introing this guest on the Yet yeah, Come On show? Because I, Southside Steve, cannot see. And you as a co-host, this is where you take up the slack, brother. I got you, man. I got you. So today's guest is a rather unremarkable guy. He might actually be the world's most boring podcast guest of all time. He's been a touring comedian for 10 years, although he's not very good at all. He's currently hey, hey. Can, can I interrupt? Yeah. Why is he on the show? <laughs> We're about go to ahead. find out. <laughs> okay. Okay. Go ahead. So far, I like it. It's, it's fine with me. Go ahead. <laughs> He's currently producing a TV show alongside hosting a podcast that is completely based on the movie Silver Linings Playbook. He just launched his own book publishing company, and he's nice. a U.S. Army veteran. Please welcome go. Jamie Ward. Jamie. <laughs> Jamie. Hey. hey, everybody. Hey, Jamie. First off, you served our country. I salute you. Thank, thank you. Oh. Thank you. It was my privilege to be able to do that. So. No, and it is my privilege to love you for defending my rights. God bless you. And uh, and secondly, dude, if you got a publishing company, you got something going on. That's pretty awesome. I don't even know how you start something like that. I I just did it last week. Actually, I just filed for my my business license. Uh, <laughs> to publish my own book that's awesome so you've only been a publisher for one week yeah i just i just started all the social media pages i nobody's liked them yet but uh, it's, it's legit dude yeah. this is awesome we've got a guy that is about to take off and we had you first yeah <laughs> well done brett barney i swear you are the best producer ever where you find these guests here we are with a guy that has got a book he's going to publish and he started his own publishing company now have you finished the book yeah i've got well i've got a, a short story and and i hate the self-published authors so i was like i'm going to start my own company and professionally publish it <laughs> awesome. what's the book about <laughs> it's, yeah. a, it's it's a short horror story um, about two people that wake up dead and uh, it's like their realization <laughs> that they're they're dead so it's the sixth sense? It, oh. Totally. Yeah. It's hurting my eye. Dude, dude, you're insanely funny and you're not even effing trying. It's like you're in some low gear, just just being you. And I dig it. <laughs> so just to get this straight, you've written a book. And it's a short story, not a long one. And you started your own publishing company because you know you'll publish it even if yeah. nobody else will. Absolutely. That's why. Exactly. Yeah. And, and it's about two characters in a horror movie that wake up dead. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Steve's going to buy your first copy. <laughs> Brett Barney, cheers to you on the Yeah, Come On show. This is the greatest guest we have ever had. <laughs>
<laughs> so now I can't, I don't recognize you as a stand up and I apologize because it looks like that's what you've been doing for the past 10 years. So that sucks. It's like when somebody tells you they're a professional actor, but you've never seen them. It's kind of like, uh, sorry, I feel like I need to apologize. Not, not at all. Nobody recognizes me. I'm, I'm the solid middle opener guy. Nobody knows who I am. So, uh, well, you're not, that's great news. You're the middle dude. You're not yeah. the, you're not the intro. You're the middle. Yeah. I, I right, well, middle, middle. middles get paid. It's great. And I'm not as accountable for like saying things I shouldn't as a headliner either. So that's the best part. I, are I you, want. are you a nasty comedian? I don't think of myself as that. I'm pretty clean, I think. Uh, but I still, people seem to think some of the things I say are a little bit out there. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. I can just, I, I have a feeling of that. Uh, so your name is Jamie. Yes. Jamie what? Ward. What's the last name? Ward. Yeah. Jamie Ward. Brett, have you ever seen Jamie stand up? I have on YouTube. It's very... <laughs> Steve's on it today. Uh, so, so, I don't want to sell out all so your you've never, you, you, I'm sorry, I got on my doctor's. There's a little sticky saying I was okay to go to the eighth floor to, for my eye doctor. Um, no, so this is great. So you've never seen him in person. So has, have you played any of the uh, com comedy clubs here in Atlanta? Yeah, I got, I got my start at the, uh, the Laughing Skull and the Punchline both, and I work there regularly. And, oh, uh, I have to throw your name out to Jamie Bindle. He's a he's a friend of the show and a good friend. Yeah, I know Jamie. You know Jamie because yeah, he yeah. he uh, pays he pays I, you. He's been, he's he's done a lot of really good stuff for me. I, I appreciate him. Yeah, he's he's a good guy. <laughs> I don't know what Steve's on, dude. Nothing, nothing. I I was earlier on tying all with coding for the eye. You know, if we want to dress the uh, the large eye in the room, um, I can take the patch off. Actually, um, oh, disgusting, I, isn't it? No, it's not disgusting. But I will tell you, they they cut they cut off all my eyelashes, which makes me look a little weird. I don't know if you can see. Can you see? Is that pretty gross? Can you see it? I got stitches. You can see in my eye. So I have a detached retina, and uh, and I did it actually redoing my uh, studio down here in the basement. I was hanging, we have some pictures and I have some framed Jersey shots and I, I had Phil Necro in position to hang and I leaned down and I raised up just right and nailed it blunt force trauma and detached to my retina. So I will go the next six weeks without being able to see out of my right eye. So I've lost depth perception. I can't lift over 10 pounds. So I can't hold uh, really either one of my sons, although my, Wife can lay the uh, two-month-old on me, but he's 10 pounds, 12 pounds, whatever. Um, I can walk around with him, but I can't just pick him up off the ground. And uh, I can't let my head go below my heart. Um, I guess, I don't know why. Uh, and then I also can't sleep um, on my right side. I have to sleep on my back. And I've been sleeping with my head raised up against the headboard. And uh, that's about it. That's what I, and I can't read. I'm not allowed to read anything. Where, where is the compassion of the Ekamon show? Which, by the way, <laughs> you know this is not the right place to. That was me sympathizing with you. Hell no! Thank you, thank you. I'm going to thank Tyler Mayer for doing that. What a war would he get in the military for all that whining? 
<laughs> promote. Yeah. Promote. See, thank you, Jamie. I'd be a lieutenant, wouldn't yeah, I, Jamie? Absolutely. How long does it do you have to be in the military and how many cheesy little things do you have to do to get promoted? I mean, what would it take for me to get without a college degree to get up in rank in the military? I, uh, I think a normal track is like you get promoted about once a year for about the first five or six years, as long as you don't screw up anything. What and rank were you when you left the armed services? I left as a first lieutenant. Um, I was enlisted Damn. for the first eight years. Uh, Dude, you were a lieutenant? Yeah. That's badass. So you're like going, go in there. Let's get in there, man. Charge. In, in reality, uh, Lieutenant is the worst because uh, they make fun of you from above and below. Then it's like, you have no power, but what? everybody Sucks. hates you. You were a Sergeant once though, weren't you? No, I commissioned right before I made Sergeant. I was enlisted and uh, was a specialist and which I would have become Sergeant. And then that's when I went to college and flipped over to the other side. You went to lieutenant. So what were you going to be a specialist at? What is your specialty? It, so I, I worked in uh, nuclear, biological, and chemical decontamination. <laughs> Damn. This may be the smartest guest we've ever had. <laughs> Not only the most entertaining, but now he has jumped ahead to the smartest <laughs> guest. We're known for having guests that either dropped out of college or never went. That's what we do on the Yet yeah, Come On show. So you, you sir, are uh, already just a notch above. Can I talk to you real quick, Jamie, about your, uh, your background? Where are you right now and, and what, what are you doing? Because I see you as a publisher, a writer, and a comedian, but yet I see a lot of uh, equipment in the back that tells me you do something with TV. Yeah, I was, uh, I mean, I was, I was touring and just doing road comedy for the last 10 years. And then when everything slowed down, that's sort of when I, I hopped on all this uh, writing. I have a screenwriting background. Mm -hmm. um, so, that, so I'm sort of spending this time trying to teach myself editing and working with the production company at uh, getting into the, the film industry. So like, you know, because it's here in Atlanta, now the film industry mm -hmm. right now, for a guy like you, comedy sucks. Nobody, no comedy clubs are actually really even open right now. Yeah. Am I correct? Yeah, pretty much everything. So sh shut down. So have you done anything like that we could see on YouTube? Have you done any of your performances where people can, can see them and download them or put money in your pocket? Yeah, I mean, I, pretty much the, I, I can't get any money. For, they're all on YouTube uh, clips and stuff. But Damn. Yeah. How, how can we make you money right now? The film industry, is it kicking in at all? Is this something you're, you're good at? Because you really didn't go to school for that, did you? I did go to the school for film. You did? Yeah, yeah I got a uh, screenwriting degree. That's when they made me an officer. They made you an officer in the Army for a screenwriting degree? They didn't check what it was in. They probably What the hell? <laughs> they don't check as much as people think. I, I thought you were going to say some biochemist degree or something like that. No, you went to college to be a screenwriter and yeah. get in the movie industry, and they made you a lieutenant for it. Yeah. Oh, I love the Army. That's fantastic. Brett, once again, you've outdone yourself with this guest. You know, I mean, so tell me this much. You got a publishing company. You got a short story. It's about two people that woke up dead, which is funny. So it's kind of like a Beetlejuice thing. Like they're still with it, but they realize they're no longer on, on earth or they're no longer yeah. like alive, alive. Exactly. I'm, 
I'm just really taking from all the other great stories and horror things and just uh, putting my little spin on them. I mean, they're going to be sold for 10 cents on Amazon Prime. So I'll probably do better if I can get sued for, uh, you know, (laughs) plagiarism. So, so how much will this, how much does this short story sell for? 10 cents. 10, 10 cents. No, that's really, that's, that's my plan. I'm, it's like a dime novel. I'm bringing back the dime novel genre. So they're short stories like. It wasn't a dime from. worth about five bucks back then. I did not think this through very well. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. That is a good point. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you could get a gallon of milk for two do- for two cents or something. So yeah, a dime novel, not horrible. I mean, if you were making ten bucks a book in your pocket, that's pretty good. I mean, you know, a lot of books sell now for what anywhere between twelve and twenty five dollars, depending on whether they're hardback, softback, and yours is a short story. Um, and you're plagiarizing, so you're stealing from what you knew worked for other people. You're taking exactly. that. Yeah. Is there a Beetlejuice kind of character or is the character, these two characters died together? Were they husband and wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, two boys? What? It, it, well, it, so it, it is a husband and a wife and it's sort of like they're, they have to figure that out because their memory gets erased when they die. So it's sort of like their slow realization of, of piecing their life back together uh, posthumously. It's a so, so they have no memory. They just know they're dead. Yeah. So they're they're trying to retrace to find out who they were. Mm-hmm. So how would one do that? Are they able to look in their at their wallet, or is their wallet gone? I mean, can exactly they... that that kind of stuff. They they look through all their belongings. Uh, they died in okay. a car wreck too. So they're looking through all the different things that are around them for context clues. And that's the mystery. It's oh. like it's not a shock about the fact they're dead. I tell that right. In the title. Um, it's just sort of a slow story about uh, them working backwards and describing it's like the Hangover. Bit. Oh, that's a good okay. one. I'm gonna write, that's my next one. The Dead Hangover. <laughs> a bunch of guys that are going out to celebrate another dude that's about yeah. to get married. And, and, and so, so the bachelor party wakes up the next morning realizing they're all dead because exactly. they partied too hard. And then, then they're all trying to realize why they were ever brought together in the first place. Yeah. Oh, dude, that's awesome. I got to tell you, Jamie. Jamie Ward here. Um, this is exciting stuff. I think you have a book I can read for sure. How many pages? Sixteen. How many pictures? I've got. I've got an illustrator <laughs> who's been commissioned. He's working on the the drawings. So it's there at least one. Hopefully yeah. more. Well, I think we need to see the characters. It helps me. I mean, I can use my imagination, but I kind of like to see what the husband and the wife look like. You know. Absolutely. I'd like I'd like to get into graphic novels and stuff too. So if that if that's where my market is, if that's where you're telling me, I'll I'll make picture books. It's well, I mean, why not? I mean, there's pop ups, scratch and sniffs. But your particular book, it will be published because you own the publishing company. How much do you think you're going to have to go out on a limb financially to get these books out there? Hmm. Do you have any idea? Have you even thought thought through that? I know the business licensing and and all that kind of thing. I would say you're already in a couple of grand, if not more, just on the business side of things. And then then there's the the printing and how many copies and and where are you going to sell them? 
Well, beyond, I, so I've spent $200 so far applying for my business license with Georgia. Okay. And uh, all right. Yeah. Well, I'm going through, I'm going through Amazon. Hopefully, I think they have like a, um, when people buy them, they'll print it. Yeah. And then they'll take their cut of the 10 cents. Uh, so I, I mean, actually, I think it costs more. I think I have to spend like a minimum of $2. So I think I'm actually losing one ninety eight on each book so far. <laughs> I haven't thought this out. I'm a creative, not a business guy. <laughs> so. yeah, he, he thought he had some capitalist on here and now he's I realized. did. I did. I really did. I thought I had somebody that's going to keep the economy moving. I thought I had a guy that served his country that that is also a guy that's just putting out a, a, a fantastic book. I had no idea it was a horror movie, uh, 16 pages, or, excuse me, book, horror book. Uh, I don't even think you can make this into a movie. I mean, 16 pages is not a lot to work with, you know. It's I mean, like, it's not even, it's like a chapter. Greenskeeper. Huh? Well, the Greenskeeper, hold on, that script was thick, bro. It was like 400 pages. Uh, maybe, I think, I have a copy of the script. It was, it was around there. It was pretty damn thick. And uh, you could have made that into a book for sure. Um, you know, the, the projects I've been a part of. Um, but I don't know how. And it was horror. Horror is the easiest. I will say, uh, Jamie Ward, you've made a great call in that because mm -hmm. horror movies are the easiest to make. They're probably the easiest books to write. And it seems to be the one thing that people never get bored of. So I think your subject's good. I just don't know that there's enough length to it. You should probably call it just the chapter because it's one chapter long well i've got five others um that i'm working what on. is the title what is the title yeah, is holiday. there is there a title what is the title of the book yeah this one's called the uh, the newly deads <laughs> steve loves it i just i just <laughs> the newly deads yeah Woo! yeah Right up there with the newlyweds. I like it. Newly deads, newlyweds. Everything you're robbing from everybody. Yeah. I mean, this is, is there, is there a bachelor and bachelorette anywhere in this? I'm trying to think things that I know that have worked that maybe shouldn't have, but did. <laughs> well, you might, you might have liked my last business idea. When I was on the road, uh, I used to sell, um, I made a recording of Taylor Swift's 1989 mm -hmm. CD with myself singing along with it. And I learned to like edit the audio and then I got the yeah. CDs printed and I sold them for $19 and 89 cents. So I was, I was making money on that one. Dude, you're, you're just, this is, you're no stranger to this kind of stuff. This is great. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm impressed. Did Taylor Swift sue you? That, that was my hope. I can't like, she's pretty active in protecting her trademarks yeah. and stuff. I'm, was waiting for big machine records to come after me. I would use that. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, so you're waiting to be sued. It sounds like you're losing money every time you sell a book. Um, do you, are, there are a lot of people out there and don't take it personal, Jamie Ward, but that they're scared of success. Are you scared of success? I'm, I don't worry too much about success. Uh, it doesn't scare me. Why, why did you not stay knowing you were a lieutenant and could have dabbled in, in the things that you enjoy, but, but had a career? Why did you not stay in the military? What was your reason for leaving the military? This might blow everybody's mind, but uh, I was not great at it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 
this is the exact level of professionalism I had with that job too. So yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. All right. I can I can I can get there from here. Were you good at the so the physical or operating hand guns or what? No, no. I uh, I I like just met all the physical fitness standards uh, technically to not get kicked out. Um, okay. Minimally passed all the intelligence tests and uh, I showed up. That was. That was the big thing. I, I so you were there. present. You were present and accounted for. Yes, which is very important in the military. If you're on time and you show up and you're present and accounted for, you automatically get a check there. I mean, it's pretty good. Yeah, I know that. I, I get that part of the military. Um, Brett, I've got to know with with this particular guest. And again, I'm blown away. The fact that you've done comedy for years. You've been in two great clubs here in Atlanta: the Laughing Skull and the Punchline. And you're a middle act, which means you're no joke. You're not a closer, but you're also no introer. You're the middleman. And the middleman gets paid, gets gets food, gets a couple free cocktails. You know, um, I, I, I would think, Brett, um, that you booked him because he's he's up and coming. Like He's, okay, he's very dry. He's underselling himself. He just got off touring cruise ships in the Bahamas, and he does clubs and I know you, you've done like I know you do San Francisco and travel around the country, just pretty much messing with people like you are right now, which is really funny, actually. Oh, uh, he's got me. He's got me. I don't know what to think. Yeah, I mean, like I, I get booked a lot. I'm 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 very lucky. I I'm grateful for like all the the gigs I've gotten. Um, and stuff. Yeah. I just I don't think I'm that great, but I'm busy. He's also pitched a. He's working on a show uh, to pitch to Netflix, right? Yeah. <laughs> so you're pitching. It's a you're lot pitching. Like okay, so so you're pitching Netflix right now. They're interested in what you have to offer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Is that on your Is that on your resume? I'm not that great, but just busy. That, that is basically my comedy <laughs> bio, uh, every, and I will show up. So I'm consistent okay. on that. Uh, he emailed me his intro, just so you know, the whole unremarkable worst podcast guest ever. Yeah. Okay. I got, yeah. It's how can you not, how can you not book? I am totally entertained. I kid you not. You're, you're, you're just, uh, I don't, I don't know what to say. A bit of a savant. There's no doubt about it. I mean, you're doing it your way. Um, and I don't even know what way that is. It's actually the wrong way. Your way is the wrong way, but it works for you. Um, you know, you've dabbled, you've been, you've been in a lot of situations where I, I, I want to believe that you could have had greater success, but you're okay with it that you didn't. That's completely true. I, if I would just stick to one of these things and get really good at that thing, I might have some yeah. career progression, but I keep, I keep switching. Well, what, what is, what is it like in your personal life? Well, like your love life for, for a guy like you, that's involved in so little but it becomes so much. How does that work for you? How, how, what, what, what is your love life like? Incredibly lonely. Uh. <laughs> okay. So you're saying you're alone a no, lot. No, actually, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm in love with a girl in uh, Oklahoma City. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go see her this weekend. <laughs> okay. What's her name? Jermaine. Jermaine. Yes. Her name is Jermaine. I, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so odd. 
Um, so you're flying to Oklahoma City. What does she? What does she do? What does she look like? Uh, well, she is super beautiful, um, okay. and All she right. works as a uh, contacts lens fitter. Yeah, come on, because sometimes the lens doesn't fit. Well, yeah, yeah. So you gotta maybe just she just trim it a little and just get it right in there, perfect. She's just a trim. So she's like a piece of she's a trimmer. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she gave me free contacts last time I went out there too, which, uh, so, so that's the, the bonus. I, I drive out there. So I made back all the gas money in free contact lenses, which is pretty Why, cool. Do you just not want to fly due to the current pandemic or? What? I like, I like the track. I miss it. I used to travel every state, um, every week, just driving hundreds of miles. And so I've been very, uh, just staying in Georgia. So it's it's actually just nice. I miss the truck stops and the the rest areas and that sounded wrong, but no, I, no, uh, it did, it did. Those are areas where you can be compromised. Your morals can be compromised. Yeah. Uh, you need to you need to watch that. I know truck stops are good because a lot of people don't realize they have showers there, mm -hmm. and you can really get cleaned up. Uh, rest areas not so safe. Not if you're going to walk around by yourself. Um, I why drive? Why not fly? Do you have an issue with flying? No, in fact, before this, I was flying all the time too. But I got a Prius, so it's way cheaper uh, oh. to, yeah, to drive. Son of a bitch! Why? Why do you drive a Prius? Please, I'm, there is no masculinity in that. It's not worth it. It's not worth it, dude. You need to put your foot into something. Not a Prius, please. Well, I just, I just sold uh, in February my my Trans Am. That was my favorite car I ever had, nineteen eighty six. Pontiac Trans Am, but it got zero miles to the gallon too. So in '86, ah. <laughs> it was Knight Rider. It's like Steve's one of Steve's favorite cars. Steve's <gasps> least favorite car. Yeah, dude, that's a horrible Trans Am. God bless. Oh, I know you. that's why it's gone. I, I wish I had the '77. Yeah. Like that. That's uh, now we're talking. Now that's we're the talking. one I wanted. I just I'm poor. It, I got mine. Real you got cheap. an 80, 86, 87. Wow. Um, yeah, you're the guy that's almost there. Have you ever gotten anybody pregnant? Is there anything, is there anything dark in your life? Um, have, you, have you ever done anything bad? Are your parents good people? Uh, my, my parents are good people. Uh, they, they adopted me so that they didn't have to have this kid. That's really nice of them. Uh, oh, so they adopted you. So you yeah. were out there just unclaimed. Yeah, so I got I got white parents. That's why I'm more rednecky inside than I look outside. I guess. Uh, well, your hair's not naturally green. No, it is in fact not. It's it's black. <laughs> well, of course it is. <laughs> Who just hopped is up it, a lung? That was, is, oh my God. Is, is there anybody, I just want to bring this up. You know, it's when you're born, when you're born Caucasian, yeah, you don't know what you're going to get. Am I getting red hair, blonde hair, sandy blonde? Am I getting light brown, dark brown, black, whatever. But when you're born Asian, you pretty much, you're always going to get black hair, right? There's nobody born Asian that doesn't have black hair. Am I right? I well, I, I would imagine there might be a little bit of reddish, like in parts of China. When I was in Afghanistan, like the part that borders China, there was definitely yeah. like 
a little bit of reddish hair there. Barely, though. I mean, it's still very dark, but you're, uh, you're correct. I'm, okay. I just want to make sure. So you were there because you were in the military, correct? Yeah. You were in Afghanistan. So mm -hmm. you actually did carry a weapon and fight for our country. Yeah. I, I, I make jokes, but I, I love the military. Like I, I wanted to be there. I signed up and it wasn't for college money. I wanted to, to serve the country and stuff. Um, well, I got mad respect. No laughter on that one. Um, and I'm not trying to laugh at your life. I just find it to be somewhat entertaining. Um, I don't know anybody that, that has written a short story of 16 pages and has one illustrated page not yet put into the book and, uh, and also publishing it themselves and who's been doing comedy for 10 years and I don't know them. And uh, now I see you and it looks like you're in the Atlanta film scene and I'm really not sure what your accomplishments are. I mean, what, 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 what are you doing? What are you a part of? Uh, like I've nothing notable. Everything's been canceled. I, I, um, right. Is that why there's, is that why there's nobody in the studio? It's just you. Yeah. Well, I can, I can change that as well. The green oh. screen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now he's at a coffee shop and no one wants to sit with him. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, let me tell you, I'm going to rest my eye. Uh, and, uh, and we're going to take a break right now on the Yeah, Come On show. And I just want to say that this show, this very, I mean, this awesome show, and our special guest, Jamie Ward, will all be back. And we're only here because of OxygenFinancial.com. Contact Ted Jenkins. My goodness, he's making a killing in the market right now. That's no joke. I know what he's done for me. Uh, also, I just want to thank Circle 285 because if you're out there driving, look, man, and you got insurance and you got homeowner's insurance, are you paying too much? You probably are. So get a free quote by going to circle285.com. And then, of course, David Markwell with Ridgeline Counseling, uh, which you might need to see, Jamie, just for no reason, just to have a conversation. Um, we'll be right back with Jamie Ward on the Yet yeah, Come On Show. I'm David Markwell with Ridgeline Counseling. The current situation we're in is bringing all kinds of issues into our lives, everything from stress and anxiety to frustration, bouts of depression and loneliness. Well, we're here to help at Ridgeline Counseling. You can reach us at 770-993-9700, or you can email us at RidgelineCounseling at gmail.com. Currently, we're offering telemental services through video and phone platforms, and in a few weeks, we'll be transitioning back to in-person office visits. In the meantime, stay safe. We'll get through this. Yeah, come on. The Yeah, Come On Show back. Uh, special thanks to David Markwell and his videos. Seriously, contact this guy. He helped me. I'm married today because of him. He can work through any issues, not just marriage counseling, but anything you might be going through in these crazy times. Uh, and speaking of fun, crazy times, this interview right now with Jamie Ward, who, um, you know, it's just been a privilege to talk to. This is a guy that is making his start, doing it his way, writing a short story only 16 pages, selling it for 10 cents, old school, a little dime, little dime. That's all it's going to cost, a little dime book. And he's going to lose money selling them. The more successful he is, the more financially he's going to be hurt by it. Went in the military, came out a lieutenant, and got a degree in film. And he's currently in film, but he's not doing anything because nobody's doing anything in Atlanta. So he's as successful as he is unsuccessful. Jamie Ward, welcome back to the Yet yeah, Come On Show. 
I mean, never before have I had a guest quite like this. And I want to thank Brett Barney, the extraordinary Brett Barney, my co-host for life. And the fact that he booked this guest and told me absolutely nothing. And, and, and what I'm figuring out is just brilliant. And for those of you, I'm going to say it, Brett, stay with me, just tuning in to this podcast. My eye is killing me. I have a detached retina. And every time I laugh, it hurts like ass. And I tell you, I will go through the pain for Jamie Ward. Maybe the most fabulous guest ever on the Yeah, Come On Show. And right now, I shoot it over to my co-host, Brett Barney, because I want to see Brett Barney, see if you can make this guy uncomfortable. Dig deeper. Let me learn a little more about what Jamie Ward truly thinks. We know his accomplishments, but what does he think? Yeah. And, and like, I didn't even, like, he, you can hear Jamie on uh, Sirius XM, right? Yeah. And okay. And he's been featured on Fox and stuff. Okay. See, didn't know that. No, Jamie. I didn't tell you anything. Yeah, you didn't tell me shit. But Jamie, I just want to tell you, congratulations. I had no idea you were on Netflix. I didn't know that. Well, I'm, I'm not on Netflix, but. Uh, You're I'm, on Hulu? I, oh, yeah, yeah. I am on Hulu, I guess, yeah. So I was on, I was on a, a Fox show. Uh, laughs and then they put laughs on hulu so i'm on both fox and hulu so you're on laughs yes what do you do on laughs uh, it was um <clears throat> it was a stand-up show and oh i was just on the um the grand old opry has a new channel too called circle network and i was on i was on there uh you're on the grand old opry country comedy but you weren't in the grand old opry you've never performed on that they stage not, no they did not film it there Okay. It's Zanies in Nashville. Zanies. Yeah. Is that just one? I mean, I've, we've all been to Nashville. Is that just one of the bars, the mini bars, Zanies? Or is well, it a comedy club? It's a club? great comedy club. It's, it's like a 30 yeah. year old comedy club. And they do. All right, I should know that then. I apologize. But I've never seen comedy win in Nashville. I'm looking for the music, but who knew? Now I know. That's shame on me. Zanies. Okay, so you perform there. Yeah. Mid middle act? Uh, that that was a showcase. They were, they they film a, sh a weekly show there for the Grand Ole Opry uh, station. So you you were your own man. How much? How many? How many minutes of stage time? What did you do? It's, uh, it was it's like four four comics each doing fifteen minutes. Um, nice. Set it down to the hour show. All right. Uh, once a week. Funny, I imagine. Yeah, I was I I showed up. I was present. Uh, and accounted for. Yes. Okay. My thing. Go ahead, Brett. Works in the military, works in comedy. It does. Um, you just got to be there, baby. If you had a dollar for every person that thanked you for your service, how many dollars would you have? Three and a half. And you got one today at the beginning of the show. I was, I was going to put an over-under on how quick it would take Steve to thank you for your service. It was immediate. <laughs> it would have been under. It was immediate. No, yeah. I'm, I'm, I love anybody that serves this country. So I got on you quick. There you go. So you, you really don't get it that often? I, d I don't tell people that often, too. And I don't come off as a guy that was a military person unless you know me. I just forget to tell people, <laughs> too. Oh, shit, my eye hurts. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to fire off random stuff at you. All right, let's go. <laughs> how, uh, how did Silver Linings Playbook touch you personally? Hmm. Uh, it was uh, it was a really good movie, and it was it was the first movie I um, ever rented from Net uh, Redbox, and I was always afraid to use the Redbox machine, and then finally I just 
uh, decided I was going to do it one day, and I saw the movie, and I loved it. Um, Dude, I don't, I don't blame him, Brett. I don't, I don't blame you, man. The red box scared me too. I said, wait, I'm putting my credit card in this box. What the yeah. hell? What the hell? And that, that's really why your credit card? Because you can't call them and cancel it and get a new one? Me? Anybody. No. I just was one of those things. I'm like, it's a box, and I'm putting my credit card in it. I wasn't sure to trust it, but once it went indoors um, at my grocery store, I felt more comfortable. But yeah, it's like scary. A, a vending machine? I don't – those those truck stop vending machines and stuff, too? Like, they're they're sketchy, and that's just for 50 yeah. cents pretzels you putting your whole credit card in for a movie and there's yeah where do those things go too like who's ever have you ever seen somebody working on a red box they just show up from nowhere and nobody's ever filling them mm. with movies or taking the movies out they just showed up and is it me but that box isn't that big to hold that many no. dvds where are they coming from yeah they're hmm. super sketchy they're yeah i don't trust red box one more and by point. the way, when you grow up, you're always told never, ever jump on a red box. Never. I've done What it. are you going to add, Jamie? I concur. Yeah. That's the same. You launched a podcast now based off the title? I, I did, though. The Silver Linings Playcast, which is a, the only podcast I'm familiar with that's completely devoted to the movie Silver Linings Playbook and the book The Silver Linings Playbook. Which also which has the in it by Matthew Quick. One of the only five books I've ever read in my life, too. I don't read a lot of books, but so, the I, I, I don't either, which which trips me out. You don't read books, so maybe that's why your book's only 16 pages, one we could all read. But uh, is it, you know, why, why a publishing company and you've written a book if you don't read books? Uh, so I love stories. I read a lot of screenplays and I, I watch a lot of movies. I listen to audiobooks. I just, I, I don't have the attention span to sit and read books. I'm not that smart either. You come across educated. It's just my deadpan voice and Asian eyes. I'm not that smart. Really. I've got yeah. hair. And, would you be the, would you be, because most Asians, I don't think there are any dumb Asians. There's one. At least. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, oh, you're coughing. Big damn deal. Have a detached retina, asshole. Ugh, it's just funny. I, my eyes are watering and I'm laughing so hard over here, which is ridiculous. Um, Go ahead. Your style of comedy was a Pringles, fla was a Pringles flavor. Which flavor would it be? Uh, oh, that's good sour cream and onion mm. nice gives me a feel about you i would like to go pizza but they're so hard to find oh well then like the canadian all dressed who's uh, all dressed it's all the toppings too because i can't commit to a single flavor uh, <laughs> wait topping. you're telling me that they have pringles in canada with unlimited flavors all like all the chips that's a flavor that exists in canada that doesn't exist in the states like the all dressed chips that you can get all dressed lays and ruffles yeah man say what you want canada has the best chip flavors for sure tyler mm -hmm. lived in canada for 10 years right or oh yeah man ketchup chip, that doesn't pickle chips uh, yeah that doesn't surprise me tyler tyler's a super lefty and you're gonna get that out of canada <laughs> What delicious chip flavors? I can't. No. 
because no, of, you know, of a no. political belief I can't eat every chip flavor. I've got I've got a, an sure. uncle who lives in Canada and no offense, he's a douche and he's just like over the top and he's he drives a Prius. I'm just like, damn it. Sorry. Jamie, where movie. do you I'm sorry. <laughs> Jamie, where do you find your inspiration for your comedy or your books? I know your books sounds like you just steal them. Yeah, no, same. I uh I just like rewrite Bill Hicks material, uh more modern modern day versions. Steve okay. Martin. I, Steve Martin's my favorite. Really? All right, that's cool. Yeah. You like old Steve Martin like on SNL? Yeah, I mean I Wild like and crazy guy. He was he was the greatest, I think. He was such a good entertainer because he did music and magic and uh, just seemed like such a likable guy too. And he's alive still. Yeah. Yeah. He still yeah. Uh, does That's occasional good. shows. Would you ever add magic to your act? Uh, I, I took magic out of my act. Uh, I wasn't very good at it. That's how I started. I, I wanted to be a magician in high school and uh, then I decided I wanted a girlfriend. Um, <laughs> didn't help like i probably just should have stuck with the magic because magicians get booked more than comedians for so i took magic out of my act <laughs> all right so <laughs> i feel like when i was younger the only kind of comedy places you'd have were like restaurants late night or you know the comedy clubs themselves but it feels like it's, it's really expanded with like breweries <laughs> and things like that Mm -hmm. where are the most difficult places to work or where you're like least favorite because like you worked on a cruise ship i can't imagine working on a cruise ship being very fun cruise ship was the worst place i've ever been and like nothing against the the company or anything but just it's not for comedy people there's so much other stuff to do like why would you put comedy where you can literally go in every other room with a boat and have more fun than listen to me and my political opinions at midnight on a friday um also i went on an international cruise that like most of the people weren't even americans the the uh, cruise director would do a survey of like how many people do i have from argentina how many people do i have from spain um so i had people come up to me after shows too and they'd i had some kids once and they're like my parents thought you seemed like a funny person but they don't speak english so they didn't understand what you were saying but we appreciate that you were here and yeah that's yeah. not the compliment you want. Not no. really. Now I'll go ahead and tell you. So you're getting into Republican Democrat on a ship where there's maybe 8% American. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's yeah, a fail. Yeah, that's tough. Well, I thought it was bomb and then the next day you're getting breakfast and you're sitting right next to everybody that watched you bomb the night before. In fact, one of the best things was uh, there was like some little kid. I think he was like seven or eight and he saw me and recognized me as the guy he had seen the night before. And I was so excited because he ran up to me. And when I leaned down to be like, hey buddy, did you see my show? Did you like it? He, he leans over and he's like, uh, CJ the magician was the best. And so that, <laughs> well, you gotta leave but he, you were part of the show. You may not have been the act he liked it, but you were part of the show. I've, so he recognized you. Yeah, yeah. It's not yeah. your fault. It's not your <laughs> fault. CJ was the best though. <laughs> He was way better than I was. I, I think we're actually. Do you get? Hold on, I gotta know. Do you get a nice? Do you get a nice cabin when you're the the help? Or are you down in the bottom of the ship? I mean, you get like a balcony. Can you live large on the ship? Is that part of your perks? 
I was lucky because I was one of the only staff that was able to go hang out anywhere. Uh, but I was living with the rest of the crew, like right by the kitchen. Well, I think they're in hammocks. It a hammock would have been nicer, but <laughs> but everybody else had to stay down there. I was the I was one of the few people that was allowed to roam around and That's pretend good. like I was a, a cruise member. So oh, cool. nice. How old were you when you were adopted? Uh, twenty-seven. <laughs> I'm just kidding. that. That was my only intentional joke I've had this whole time, right? Uh, Eleven months. Have you ever done like Ancestry.com or anything like that? No, I want to. And I told my friends one time I was like, I've always wanted to do one of those those oh. three in me things, and they just looked at me and like, really? Do you think you need to? And uh, I kind of hurt my feelings, so I've never. Never done it. So you don't even know if your parents or not your parents, they're not your parents. Two raises you, but you don't know if the two people that had sex to make you are even still alive. I have no idea. No. Oh man. Doesn't bother you. You're cool. You're cool with your uh your your white parents. Yeah, my my white parents are fantastic. Yeah. They're great. It's it's better. Like I don't like knowing. Some people say they want to know, but it's a crapshoot too, because it could have been way worse. It might be something mm -hmm. I don't want to know. So I just I make yeah. up my own story about it. You have that you have that story handy? I do. Uh yeah, my um actually I'll do it in an Australian accent because that's what I usually lie about. It's like uh so my, my mother met uh my father when when he was working for her her Majesty's Royal Navy, uh he was working on uh, exercise and his ship went down in nineteen eighty six and so I was sent to the USI to live with my aunt and uncle. Nice. Yeah. So your ship went down in 86. So you're like born in like 85? I was 83. 80, I apologize. Yeah. Right, 83. Okay. That's right. All right. God, and your American parents have had you since you were 11 and a half months. Yeah. I bet you're a cute baby. I, I, I think all Asian babies look the same. I can't tell them apart. I'm sorry if that's racist or not, but like it's honest. They look like little circles. With, like they look like emojis. That. <laughs> The, the yeah, come on show would like to thank you for saying it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just saying, I didn't say it. <laughs> I didn't say it. I didn't say it. Is it is it true that you and a group of your friends traveled all 48 states in 10 days? I, I did. I went on a road trip. It was just one other guy, too. We went. Uh... Oh, when, the article online makes it sound like there's 15 of you guys. Is there an article? Yeah. In a no. I'll, I can say it. In your Okay. How do you yeah. get into 48 <laughs> states in 10 days? Yeah, no, we, we went on. You're just the, hauling uh, ass, man. You're just driving through. Yeah. You, only, you, know, you just spent the night, obviously, in 10 states, but the others, you just, whoa. Yeah, some of them we just barely technically touched. We'd get out, take a picture by the state sign and go, and then and some of the parks we, we'd stop and actually spend a little time. All right, now hold on. Now, Brett, I don't know if you see the brilliance in that. So you have pictures of yourself. Now that's cool. With ten with with forty-eight state border signs. That's cool. Which is the least um, underwhelming sign? Like who needs to work on their sign game? Which state? Uh Rhode Island. Tennessee's is pretty weak. It shows the state. Tennessee is weird too, because if you drive through it a certain way, it's like you go Georgia, Tennessee, Georgia, Tennessee before you can even take it. Like just commit to being a state or something. Put your state line somewhere. Don't do this stupid little <laughs> road thing. 
I've been on that stretch road. Yeah. You're in Tennessee. Now you're back in Georgia. You're in Tennessee. Now you're back in Georgia. There's no reason for it. You can't get out any of those places. It's all highway. No, it's all, it's a road. Yeah. It's a yeah. highway. You're exactly right. I've, I've been on it. That's funny. Whew. Did you guys, did you stop for like the biggest ball of yarn? Yeah, we we stopped at uh, a different, like some theater in um, New Jersey. Uh, went to go see Mount Rushmore. Uh, the Grand That's cool. Canyon. So there, there was some like nice places. We're we're both nature guys too, so we went to a lot of like the natural landmarks and stuff. Um, so it was you and another dude. Yeah. Were you in the the Trans Am? No, we rented a car from Hertz. That's what you do. You don't want to put those kind of miles on your car. Hell no. Yeah. It was great because it only had like 3,000 miles when we picked it up from the dealership. And we brought it back with like 14,000 miles on it. <laughs> What'd they say? No, we, they couldn't say anything. We paid our $282 for two weeks. So, you know. Like, it, it is funny when you they say unlimited mileage, but yet you didn't tell them that the vehicle was probably never not going to be running. Yeah. Yeah. We, we only stopped like two times um, when we both got tired and had to sleep. But most of the time, one of us was driving or the other one the whole time. So. Well, hopefully you woke up the other to say, hey, we're in, you know, South Dakota. Okay, we're heading on down. We're in Wyoming. Hello. Yeah, yeah we'd stop. Yeah, that's cool. take those trucker pills that they sell by the cash register. I, I love the. I live off of those things. Like we, I asked to be sponsored by all the energy drinks. I sent them all letters, and they all told us that like they don't sponsor little tiny things. But Red Bull did send us a whole case of free Red Bulls for the trip. That's cool. You were sponsored. I like. I like it. I, I was going to ask you this off the rip to find out what kind of person you are, but I guess it's better to save it for last. Uh, yeah. Are you the kind of person who guesses a dollar on prices right or the person who guesses the person next to you's amount plus a dollar? Oh, I'm Ooh. definitely the kind of person that uh, bets their number plus a dollar. Wow. Dick. Yeah, that's a good, you know what? I dig that. That's how you win, though. That's winning. Winning. That's what you do. Let somebody yeah, I, else do the hard work, heavy lifting. You just come in and go under or over. Uh, yeah, I'm not a big fan of the – well, you can't really go – I guess dollars, you're only under. Well, you like say right a dollar, it's, yeah, it's a dollar to whatever the highest bid is from there. That's like my whole work philosophy with the whole taking other people's books and then fixing them or taking other people's acts, right? You let somebody else bid, and then you just – you fix it, improve upon yeah. it. I'm not here to reinvent the wheel. No, by no means. And and I and I got to tell you, your life is stupid exciting. I'm not going to kid you. And and right now, I, I just want, if it's okay, Brett, I want James Ward to to take a minute and you know a cigarette break. I want to know how we can follow you, where you're going to be next, and and what the future holds for you. This is your time to sell out. This is a big moment in time right now for you on the uh, Come On Show. All right. Well, you can follow me on all social media on uh, at Jamie Comedy. Uh, I spell my name J-A-M-I-E. I think that's the boys way comedy, like the word comedy. I have a podcast, the Silver Linings Playcast that's available on all podcast media. Uh, I am working on a TV show that hopefully um, 
we'll we'll get uh, production will ramp up and finish and then then we'll sell it which hopefully will come out next year called jesters and uh, should be very funny and enjoyable to people my publishing company Ten Penny Publishing will be up and running hopefully when I get my certification uh, next week. I've applied for it. Um, you can find my album uh, 1989 by Taylor Swift featuring Jamie Ward live from his Trans Am, which was recorded live from his Trans Am on a Zoom recorder, uh, is available on my website, jamiecomedy.com, J-A-M-I-E, uh, spelled the same way that every other instance of my name is spelled, comedy.com, mm -hmm. and I'm on... Uh, all the Facebook, Instagram. I've got a YouTube channel. I don't know how to get there though. Um, <laughs> Dude, I'm looking up. You're. I'm trying to find your. YouTube. Are you following him, or, or is the Come On Show following Jamie Comedy? Jamie J A M I E. Do you Are have? Following? Do you have huh? clips from you and the Trans Am online to hear? Yeah, I, well, I have a whole website for selling. It's, it's the CD. It's like my merchandise store. Um, I think if you go to my website, Jamie Comedy, there might be a store page, and I might have a track available there um, with links to to purchase and information about the, the CD and why I did it. Um, wow. This is good. I'm, I'm getting in on this action. I ain't going to kid you. Dude, you sell a signed copy of this for $150? I, it's available. I won't say that I sell it, but uh, I mean, I will. If somebody wants it, they can, they can buy it. <laughs> All these free website things. You can just put up whatever you want. I realized that. So I was like, why, you know, put it up. And if somebody pays me for it, I'll make it. Jamie Conn, I'm a stand-up comedian. I travel the country and I tell jokes to strangers. I'd love to make you laugh. JamieComedy.com. That's good. Yeah, but you should read the stuff that he sells. A lot of it's himself. It's very <laughs> Wayfair. Great. Oh, I'm following him. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I like the uh, how you sell that one album, and you say it's like uh, same <clears throat> as the original, but just twice the price. So people can buy the CD for $20, or they can buy it for 40 if they just want to spend an extra 20 I'm I'm Did, big on to like capitalizing on people's self-imposed stupidity. I I have no ethical problems with doing that. Yeah, because if somebody doesn't have to spend it, but yet you mentioned it and they spend it, you're okay with taking it. Yeah, absolutely. That's capitalist right there, baby. Jamie Comedy. I'm looking you up on uh, on Twitter right now. Jamie Comedy. How are your parents doing? They're doing great. Um, yeah, I, I live with them. So I moved back. In oh, you still live at home? A while ago. Still? Okay. I, I'd moved out for a while. I, I used to be successful, but then uh, I just, I gave up on paying to, to live somewhere else if I wasn't. I used to travel all the time. I used to be gone like three weeks out of the month anyway. So I, I just figured why rent a place for one week out of the month. Mm. Um, I can, I can put up with that. I appreciate them too. Like they're, they're good. They're real good people. Do you regret that now that COVID's uh, started and you're stuck at home? I was not counting on this at all. Uh, it's tough. It, it, when, uh, when I was writing my, my TV pilot and we were working on selling it, I mean, I've heard, I've heard lots of stories about people in Hollywood and they've, they've had their projects shut down. Networks get sold, uh, you know, 
productions get pulled last minute and we were so close we were i I was so certain i was like there is nothing i'm not going to say it's not going to happen until it happens but there is nothing that is going to stop us and then there was a global pandemic uh that paused us so i'm never gonna say never again on that kind of thing but once we get underway again you're back in the game Absolutely. I like, honestly, I don't feel that set back by this because I'm doing all the writing that I always needed to do. So you got time to be at home. You're doing the writing, you're doing the work, and then there'll be a time to show off. And that's when everybody gets back to work. I've been far more productive during this time, actually, because I, when I'm, when I'm on the road, it gives me an excuse to be lazy. I'm like, I was driving all week. I did my gigs this weekend. I'm just going to rest for these couple of days when I'm home. But being here, I've actually been far more responsible, get up, work out, right do set up businesses do you have any brothers and sisters did your parents adopt anyone else yeah i've got a a sister that was adopted uh separately but from korea three years younger oh wow that's cool yeah where are you from korea i mean is that i i don't know how to answer that (laughs) i was born in korea i'm from georgia by way of boston that works for me. I got to tell you, it was a pleasure, pleasure having you on this program. I just want you to know that. This has been fun. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm sorry. It's weird now. All right. Not now. Oh, it's, it's been, been weird. It's been weird. It's been, I, started. We, yeah, the weird's good, dude. And I'm glad we left your, um, your studio for your uh, diner. It's yeah. nice. What's the Silver Linings Playbook Diner? Yeah, I get that. You're, okay. you're doing so good. That's your podcast. It is. This is where I record. This um, is it. So once again, how can people see your follow your podcast? Where is it at? It's uh, Silver Linings Playcast, and I, my Playcast. big thing is Apple Music, but it's it's on all of them: Spotify and iHeartRadio and Stitcher and all. Playcast. Playcast. I like it. All right. Thank you for being a guest today on the Yet Come On Show, and thank you for waiting on me. Do my I I want I want to have a uh, I want to have you on again. I can't wait to have you on when your projects all start taking off. I'm I'm concerned about your book sales, but other than that, I think you're a fantastic human being. Um, and the fact that I know I can ride home with you singing, you know, that's fantastic. It's just like I, I never have to leave you if I don't want to. <laughs> absolutely yeah oh you guys can have my my books uh after like two weeks or later anytime after that when all this stuff gets up you guys can have free copies of my 10 cent book please please send those to uh to brett barney and i just want to say once again thank you jamie ward you're extraordinary you're a publisher you're a writer you're you're an army man you're you're an actor you're a lieutenant you're you're a producer you're so many things you're comedian for christ's sakes that's what you are And uh, I just want to say on behalf of Brett Barney, my co-host, and the on-again, off-again, Tyler Maynard, and all of our fabulous sponsors, Circle285.com, OxygenFinancial.com, and Ridgeline Counseling, a pleasure, a pleasure to have Jamie Ward on the show.